Hi guys and welcome back to a brand new episode of Anime Podcasters. Today, hey, hey, what, hey, what? Hey, today we are talking about. No, hey, shut up. What? This isn't your podcast anymore, Jayan. And you... yes, I'm using Jayan because I am upset with you. What? What are you saying? The anime podcaster? No, it's definitely our podcast. This is a shared thing. Yeah, yeah, our podcast. And yet you do almost every single intro. Okay, so wait, you, you're. Do you want to do the intro for this one? Yeah, fine. I'll do the intro. Wait, <gasps> do you? Okay, you do it. On second thought, no, this is your podcast. You did start it, so why don't you go ahead and start us off. Hi, guys, and welcome back to another episode where Hotshot interrupts no, me of no, anime no. podcasters. Hmm. All right, I'm just jumping in. I'm just jumping into an announcement. You, you've missed the train. We are long gone. Guys, today we're going to be talking about... <laughs> so there's two different topics. Explain your topic, Hotshot. Yeah, damn right. Okay, I'll take over. Hi guys, welcome to another episode of Anime Podcasters. I'm the real host, Hotshot Ginger, and with me is the bumbling, bumbling buffoon, Giant Music. How you doing, buddy? <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> anyway, so what Giant was trying to say but failing at is this topic is mainly led by me because it is a video game topic. As you guys have known by now at this point, I'm sure, is I am a gamer. And that means I spend more of my time playing games than watching anime. But I do play anime games. So what we're going to do is there are two top three lists that I'm going to do and I'm going to talk with Jane about. And one list is going to be forms that are... Series that started as anime and then turned into a game. And then the second list is going to be games that then got their own anime adaptation. Sim, makes sense now? I'm talking that to you, ma Jaden. Makes sense now? <laughs> yeah, it, it makes complete sense. Uh, before we get into uh, the topic, though, I have a, a quick announcement I want to get to. Uh, first of all, uh, we have a uh, iTunes review. I went over it with Keo, but I do want to go over it with you, Hotshot, uh, because it was directed more at you. Uh, another review, iTunes review from Kakashi, Ning Dogs, and Company. They say... And this this is this is amazing, Hotshot. The podcast is All great. Right. I love the recent episode. I wish episode fifty went as proposed, but fifty one made up for it. Hotshot, if you hate the Sharingan so much, why did uh, Ben give it to you on the cover? Uh, confusing Ben for Kyo on that one. Um, and then also, what are your guys' favorite Kekigenkai's in the series? Let so let, let's start with that. Um, uh, let's start with a let's start with a correction. Jaden had the Sharingan, I had the Byakugan. Yeah, so I am not a ginger. Please not associate me with his kind. And what's your favorite kick again? Yeah, guy? no. I don't want him with my peeps. You got me? No, 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 no. What's your favorite kick again, Kai? <laughs> I, I'm st I'm sticking true to my guns. I'm sticking with Byakugan as yeah, my Sharingan, favorite That's what Genkai. I thought. Sharingan. Yeah, okay, whatever. All right, so anyway. You son of a bitch. <laughs> I like the... Um, so then, uh, to say, I like the Byakugan, but Kimimaru's uh, bone uh, jutsu is uh, pretty cool. Also, could you do an episode on the Hokage? Uh, we should do that. We should definitely do that. An episode on the Hokage? Like the uh, lineage of the Hokage? Exactly. I'm down. All right. Well, well it's it's going to happen eventually in, in the 50s somewhere. It's going to be a thing. Uh, Naruto is my favorite uh, anime along with Soul Eater because Black Star. Oh. Thank you. Ha. Okay. You made up for making, for confusing me with, with Jaden. So you're good. You're all right in my book. All right. Okay. And then, and then there was a roast that was sent by the same user. So uh, we're going to read it off right now. Hotshot. What is the roast? We are reading it off right now. You don't have it ready, do right you? Now is when, right now is when we're reading it off. <laughs> really Shut up, Jaden. Really right now is when we have... Right now is when we're reading it, and we're reading it right now, and it is as follows. Here it is. The roast is... I would rather spend time with Blackstar than pre-Geni Naruto. Uh, I disagree <laughs> with the statement. I do not. And... Final announcement. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, anime Podcasters is now on Facebook. So facebook.com backslash Anime Podcasters. Go give us a like. Uh, as, as I am recording this, we're at like 26 likes. So go show us some love on the Facebook page. Hotshot is there. I am there. Uh, you can comment. Uh, whenever we'll put out a new uh, podcast, obviously, uh, we'll post it only there. Only took so us about... Only took us about fifty plus episodes to get to that point. Yeah, I had that as an idea, but then it just happened. It's there. Go give it a like. Go support NA podcasters. Help us get to hundred likes.
Yikes. All right. This has been way too much announcement and housekeeping. Let's start. Uh, we'll take the lead here, Hotshot. Which are we starting with? Uh, anime video games or the adaptions? All right. We are starting with shows that started as animes and got their game adaptations. And then after that, I will go into the games that became anime. Top in three. Order to in this, yeah, in a, in a top three. This is like from least favorite to favorite for Hotshot specifically. Top three in order, correct? Yes, please. All right. So... Unfortunately, I think this is the first time that a um a series of uh, installment of this series is actually the lowest number on the list, but I'm going ahead with it anyway. I am choosing Dragon Ball Xenoverse as number three, obviously made from Dragon Ball as my number three spot. Are you serious? You are putting. I was. I really thought you were going to put it number one, and this is not even a bit. I am actually surprised. Xenoverse is number three. What? Xenoverse is Xenoverse is number three, yeah. How? And the reason why, like, when you actually get into like how it plays and everything like that, like, okay, if you guys don't know, Dragon Ball Xenoverse, you create your own character, so you actually become part of the Dragon Ball universe. And your main partner is Trunks, and your job is as a time patroller going into major events of the Dragon Ball universe, such as Raditz's first uh, appearance, um, the Cell Saga, the Frieza Saga, all that. And the reason why I'm putting it at number three instead of at number one, which is what Jaden is obviously wanting me to do, is just because the way that it plays, it's just the only way you can heal is if you have the healing items with you and... It's just really kind of convoluted with the with the way that it actually plays around, especially if it's a if you're playing with somebody like you usually do in a versus game. You have to go to a certain area and then register in there and the way that you play, like sometimes they're off in the very far corner. It still plays like a single player game even when you're playing versus is what I'm getting at. I really, really, really like this game and I, I'm just I'm still I understand to each their own, I understand that. Uh but the three D uh, oh, battle oh, readers are great, no? Uh, I was just gonna say, don't confuse me for not liking Xenoverse at all, because you forget, it's my top three. No, I know, not but, my... like, I, no, I know, I know, okay, I know, yeah. but, like, as your least favorite out of those uh, other two, which I will not spoil, uh, I am genuinely surprised. Um, no, the 3D battle arenas, as I was saying, like, the way they're modeled is so gorgeous, and it's just, it's a really a free-to-play, and you can do combos, and it's a great setup here, and plus, I really like how, uh, when you select your character, you can do either, uh, Frieza's Race, or Earthling, Namekian, do you want to be a Majin, and, like, they all have, like, uh, their pluses and their, their, their minuses, so there is, I, I, I like the way it's convoluted. I enjoy it. It's well-served, in my opinion. I, I do agree that is that it is a really good game. Playing it as a single player, like where it comes to missions, where it comes to uh, buying the costumes, like you can even buy costumes from famous uh, parts of Dragon Ball's past. Like if you're playing as a female character, you can actually wear a Chi Chi's armor from Dragon Ball, for example. Yeah, exactly. And but again, as a fighting game, it's just really really hard to hard to get into when you're playing with somebody. Single player, it's great. It is a, an amazing game in single player. It's just when you're playing with somebody that I lose all uh, all heart in it. Okay, let me ask you this: Have you played this game more? By yourself or with somebody else? By myself, but I have try attempted to play it with other people, and whenever we do, we just can't get into it. So I just register it as a single player fighter. I mean, fair enough, fair enough. If uh, I if I want to play if I want to yeah. play a Dragon Ball fighter with somebody, then I'm probably going to go to fighters like Dragon Ball yeah. Fighter Z. Fighters is absolutely uh, amazing. Um, there's an al- there's also an online multiplayer uh, aspect to this game. Have you tried that out? No, because I don't play online. <laughs> Ever? I'm not an I am not an online player. No. Oh, really? How come? I just I don't know. I just never really got into it. Um always like when I when I was growing up playing, I always had to like pause and go do something else. So I never really sat down and just online cuz online you can't pause. So it kind of takes away that freedom to leave if you need to kind of thing for me. Like there are there are some games I will play that are online, but most of them I buy the game, I play it, you know? No, definitely. Like, fair enough. Um, you know, as as it as an entire video game, I really enjoyed like the the like obviously being a music person. I really enjoyed the music in this video game, though. Particularly, it was very action packed and very uh, timed and rapid, and just you you just felt like it was an action. Like, if the genre had to be action, obviously there's like rocked and like electronic music in here. Um, but like if the the emotion was like, I need something to be like action packed, like this these these songs like. Do it right. If you're fighting, 
if you're playing on single player and you clear an area of, say you're fighting a swarm of Cybermen, for example, if you clear an area of Cybermen, then you can, like, move around in the area. So, like, I mean, if you want, you can take a breather, or you can, like, look around for materials for crafting healing items, but in the long and short of it, it's action-packed if you're fighting... Like, a major character. Like, if you're fighting Vegeta, or Raditz, or Beerus. If you're fighting any of these guys, they're fine. If you're fighting Cybermen in a quest, once you defeat them, it all action and all tension just kind of disappears. They should have made the Cybermen their own race. Like, you being able to make a Cyberman? Yeah, you, like, you're a Cyberman for the whole thing. I would have loved that. That would have been amazing. And, As, like, a bonus feature? And I do... I do have a bad habit of... So I have I have finished this game. I finished both of them, actually. But I have a bad habit of starting a save file, and then a little while later I'll start a new save file as a new race. So whenever I have that opportunity, I just take full advantage of it, and it's not a good thing to do. Oh, I never play it through to completion. Hotshot, what are you doing to yourself? Right? I'm just making so many characters. I love games that have, like, create your own character. Like, a lot of people say, why are you creating your own character for the story that we all know and love? It's awesome. I like it. I like me being part of that universe. So, I I have a lot of fun with it. If you don't, I'm sorry, but you're wrong in my eyes. No, I get I get that. Um, I, I honestly, like, really love this game. But I think, like, I'm very biased because Dragon Ball is just, like, such a great anime in my opinion and to me it's like the center of like what popularized popularized uh anime in the in north america specifically it, it was really the mm. big one that kind of like shipped over and people were like whoa this is anime whoa and then like naruto comes around and everything uh as a shonen it's it's, just, it's a staple the the game is definitely better than its predecessor uh battle of z which i'm not getting into at all that's just absolute garbage I mean, I don't know enough about the game to give an opinion, so yeah. Okay, uh, take my word for it. It's garbage. Okay, okay. Um, those were all of my thoughts, so we can go to your number two if you would like, Hotshot. We can go to my number two. And if you're a music buff, then I have a feeling that you are going to like this one. My number two is Attack on Titan. Yes! On which console specifically? Because there's different uh, Attack on Titan games. I play them on PS4, so I play the ones that are that have actually been majorly released. I've played one and two, and again, diehard PlayStation fan. If you guys remember that from my past talks, and the reason why I'm picking Attack on Titan, and I will go into some spoilers because it does follow the story of the actual anime. So the story goes as far as revealing that Annie is the female Titan. And then after that, it stops. And then you can go on expeditions. You can just go into the town and slay away at Titans, talk to characters, that kind of thing. And it's honestly a lot more action packed than Dragon Ball Z universe, I'm going to say, because it is literally once you get dropped in, there are Titans everywhere. So until you kill the last final Titan, you're always in danger, you're always moving, you're always going, and they actually keep track of the, say, gas and blades, so you can actually run out of gas, you can run out of blades, and once you do, you're kind of screwed. Oh, definitely, yeah. In the, uh, in the first one, at least, you get to play as Titan Aaron, and it is awesome. (laughs) You actually just, like, um, so you have this mode that, um, typically would summon, like, other scouts to come around and help you, but if you use it as Eren, he'll transform into his Titan mode, and you can just rampage. You can just destroy the buildings, you can destroy the Titans, and have, like, massive finishers. It's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun to play. I've actually been playing that and the second one almost exclusively for, like, the past week. Right on. Um, I just wanted to say uh, a couple of things about this game. First of all, what this game spoke to me when I was watching like the gameplay footage is like hack and slash. Like this game is like, oh yeah, the oh yeah, it's Titan hack and slash. It's like literally like let's just put the word Titan before hack and slash. That's what this game is. Obviously, it's like it's very realistic too. With like oh, you can run out of uh, of uh, like the gas tank and of everything. the blades of the gas. Yeah, yeah, yeah everything. So it, it does have a really realistic uh, side to it. And also, I really like the fact that there's multiple playable characters that can be al- uh, unlocked as you go along. Like I saw a uh, gameplay footage. Yep. Obviously, you have like Aaron, Mikasa, Armin, but then like you can even play as Connie. Sasha, Levi, which is like, oh man, any Attack on Titan game, like, if there is one box you need to check for all of the fangirls and me, um, is that you need to have Levi in there to be playable. I mean, it's absolutely essential. I loved Levi as a I character. will, I will say this, like, um, 
Jaden, you especially have been asking me, like, where my hate from Armin comes from. This. This game is where my hate from Armin comes from. And you want to know why? When I you're was playing literally at- going to say why is. You want to know why? You don't even need to finish your sentence or start your sentence. No, go ahead. The reason why I hate Armin so much in this is because if I am playing a game, I would like to go into the battle and actually kill whatever I'm attacking. But Armin's strength is so weak that it needs like four, five, six good hits in order to like take off a leg or an arm, let alone kill a titan. He does have orders that he can do to uh, to the other scouts, which on my second playthrough of the first game, I actually have come around to, and I actually really do like that mechanic. But on my first playthrough of the game as Armin... I didn't know how that worked exactly, so every mission from him, I just, like, kept taking forever. I didn't die, but it just took forever to do, like, a one-star mission, and that's the easiest difficulty that you can actually get. And the stars go from, like, 1 to 10, I want to say. No, I understand that, but at the same time, I enjoy that part of Armin, and just because every character is different. If all the characters were really good at, like, slashing through the titans and uh, everything, it wouldn't make it as fun, so I think you need to... Oh, yeah, no, I, like, looking back on it now, I completely agree. Like, Mikasa and Levi are the best at, like, actually going into the fight. Um, Connie is really good at, like, not running out of gas. Armin's really good at commanding and stuff like that. Like, there are strengths and there are weaknesses to different characters, and I have grown to respect them. It's just when I'm just, like, playing the game just to play the game, like, kill Titans just for the hell of it, Armin is always the last character I select. I'll always select, like, and this kind of paints what kind of guy I am. I'll I'll pick, uh, Krista, I'll pick Sasha, I'll pick Mikasa, sometimes I'll pick Eren and go from there. But, I mean, the only reason I typically pick Eren is because Titan transformation. Right. Um, I was going to ask, so you've watched the first season of Attack on Titan. Is that correct or incorrect? I haven't finished it completely, no. I feel like we... You but started, me playing. No, you started the season playing, in like 2016. You you watched like Attack on Titan years ago, and you have yet to finish the first season. I started this podcast by saying I'm a gamer, not a watcher. That means I spend more time playing a game than I do watching. But you need to watch the first season, bro. I own both seasons right now. I actually bought them like two days ago. Will you watch them or will they collect dust? Collect dust. Why they do just you look buy pretty. them? Why do you buy them in that case? They look pretty. I'm never going to understand you. I really am never going to understand you. That's a good thing. If you do, I'll have to kill you. And what is your top pick? (laughs) (laughs) All right. My top anime game pick from show to game is the Naruto Ultimate Ninja Storm series. This is the best pick so far. And I'm saying series because they actually do go through the entire Naruto series in the series of this game. So Naruto Ultimate Ninja Storm 1, on its own, goes through the entire Genin arc. So it'll go through finding Tsunade, fighting the um, the Sanin, fighting Sasuke at the end, Gara, Zabuza, all of them. It'll go through the entire thing with its own spin. It won't have any fillers. It will be a constant one-on-one fight. And it's just, it's a really good fighter in my eyes. And even, um, so as games actually progress in this series, unfortunately, the only exception I have to say to that actually is number two, but I'll get to that in a minute. After number one, um, you can charge, or in number one, you charge your chakra as a Genin. You have teammates that you can use for various obstacles, various opponents. And to eat an attack in the face if you don't want to take it yourself and eliminate them completely from the battle? Yeah, actually. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, one, one method they do, like, if you go flying, they can catch you. Or conversely, if you don't hit the button fast enough, then your opponent can send theirs after you after you go flying and follow up with a combo hit. I would but always use also, uh, like Sasuke and uh, Kakashi and make him just do Shidori and Lightning Blade and just spam that. <laughs> I don't know. I love clashes when they actually work. Like clashes are a thing. Best. Like dynamic entry versus a Rasengan is actually a really funny combo. Chidori uh, and Rasengan is always a good one. But again, you need like a clashable move like a Rasengan and Chidori. You Like obviously if you come after someone with a... Uh, thrown kunai and someone coming at you with a Rasengan, the kunai's gonna win. You mean the Rasengan's gonna I mean, win? I mean the kunai's gonna win because the kunai's gonna hit first. Rasengan oh, okay. would've done more damage, but the kunai will hit first okay, and what mean, negate the Rasengan. Could you do a clash with two rotations? I'm actually not sure, because I remember in the past rota- Oh wait, no, yeah, you can activate that on command. 
I'm actually not sure because I don't know if both characters can pick Neji at the same time. I mean, maybe a palm guard and a rotation. Yeah, that would be cool. I'm actually not. I'm actually not sure. I know you could in the original Ultimate Ninja, but I don't know if you can in Storm. Okay. Okay. I see what you mean. Anyway. I see. Yeah. In in the first one, especially though, there are also um, giant battles, so you can fight against Gamabunta or Manda or. Like, any giant summons you actually have a chance to fight against. One of the best fights, actually, is against Shikaku from uh, from Gara. Oh, my God. I love Shikaku. The tailed beast. But like I said, this series goes through the entirety of Naruto. Nar- Storm 1, on its own, goes through the entire Genin arc and has a little bit of, like, side missions for you to do, like playing, uh, playing hide-and-go-seek with uh, Kanahamaru's squad as well as chasing Akamaru through trees. I know this sounds weird, but that's that's literally what you do. And unfortunately, the first one is also the only one that has kind of an open world feel. When you're not in a fight, you're actually walking around as Naruto in the in hidden the leaf. leaf. Yeah, exactly. It's so great. It's so great. Like, uh, or you, you, the Naruto cannon where you throw yourself, like, oh, just great game. I love it. I love the Naruto cannon. One of my favorite things to do is, like, climb on top of the uh, Hokage state and then just launch. Just fucking go (laughs) but storm so storm 2 kicks off um at the beginning of shippuden and it goes all the way through the end of the pain fight unfortunately that one is just really more story driven so you'll go from character to character doing the fights and there will still be like side quests for you to build relationships with characters or build or um buy equipment from stores and stuff like that not like increasing your attack but like food pills to use in battle and that kind of thing and it does go through the entire pain arc but unfortunately and i don't even know why um this this intro or this installment of the storm series is actually my least favorite i don't know why but storm 2 i just can't really get into all that much i think it's because it's it's less it's more story driven sorry and there's less like big fighting and big battles uh, type of stuff. And, like, the first one is obviously the first one, so you have nothing to compare it to. And then we can sp- compare number two to number one. You're like, well, this is nothing like number one, and I really love number one. I think that it's a case of that. Storm 1 is honestly my... Uh, out of all these, it's actually my second favorite, and I'll get to my favorite here in a sec. But after two, three kicks in, and when it kicks in, it goes from... The uh, from the defeating of pain. So when you go in, they're completing or not completing. The leaf ninja are reconstructing the leaf village, and it goes from that till the uh, Jinchurki fight. So where you're fighting against all the tailed beasts, and <laughs> fuck that fight. That that fight just sucks. It was like fun. I'm I I'm, I'm saying I'm saying it sucks as a player. Like. The fight is awesome. Like, actually going in, fighting all ten of the tailed beasts, it's awesome. Especially when you get Kuruma to come in and join you. But when you're just Naruto and, like, just Naruto, you don't have any big help or anything, avoiding these guys, attacking these guys, it just sucks. Either that or I just need to get good. I probably just need to get good, but it still just sucks. Yeah, no, get good, Hotshot. Come on, man. And I think the third one is also the first time that you have Hero Branch and Legend Branch. As you're playing through the story, you have the choice to go down a Hero Path or a Legend Path. Legend Path often leads to better result or better rewards, better opportunities, chances like that. And the Hero one tends to be easier. But you can also, after playing through the story once, you can also go back and do the branch that you haven't done yet. So if you did a Legend Branch on one fight, after you finish, you can go back and do the Hero Whip. And I love branch mechanics like that. I don't exactly understand why myself, but when you have a chance or a choice to make in which one you do or which side of the story that you see, it's just kind of an instant win in my eyes. I don't know why, it just is. And like I said, this one goes from uh, goes from the defeat of pain to fighting the tailed beast. And it is noting to say, because I haven't exactly explained how these guys play, they are arena-style one-on-one fights, but with constant chakra dashes and constant, like, drawn-forward moves, there's not really any chance to actually get away or get a breath away from your opponent. No, definitely. I Those those battles are so intense to me, and I don't know about you, but like I found that, like, the... the tail beasts were much tougher than just like regular like characters in my opinion at least when i played i mean they totally were and if 
and this is actually one one more reason why I love them. If you play as a Jinchuriki, like in a free battle mode, and you go into your awakened status, you'll bring forth your tailed beast. So, like, if you're playing as a certain Naruto, you'll call forth Kurama. If you're playing as uh, Fu, for example, you'll call forth the Seven Tails. Like, you have big transformations and big awakenings, like um, Guy and Lee can go into the eight inner gates kind of thing. And awakening is just one of the best things. Oh, it's one of the best. Most I love it when you do it, but then, like, obviously there's, like, uh, uh, there's recoil here where, like, if you do it and then you go back and then you're, like, slower and you... you kind of don't have you're blood. slower you take more damage you um your attacks get weaker and stuff like that it's a really good mechanic that balances that out if your opponent survives the onslaught that you give them oh man I love all right spamming those and, fireballs though yeah that was just uh Kyo has a really bad habit of picking them um picking i believe obito as the masked man so i believe it was the white mask and he would just constantly barrage me. With, no, Madara. Madara and the mask did it. And he would constantly spam me with like dual, dual uh, fireballs from Fireball Jutsu. And it was that just sounds obnoxious. like a great time. That sounds like a great time, Hotshot. Yeah, for him, not me. <laughs> Still sounds right, like a great time to me. Okay, go ahead. Oh, shut up. And the final installment is actually my favorite installment of this um, of this series. Ultimate Storm Four takes place through the entire thing is the great shinobi war the entire story is just the rest of the war and it goes it goes until the end so until kaguya until everything it it wraps everything up it looks sleeker it looks nicer there's also um something you can do along the way that actually shows uh branches of sasuke's story and you can pick up memories from past battles of naruto such as versus obzo and haku and it basically combines all elements of the last games into one big one as well as and if you're gonna hate me hate me now but it does include boruto like boruto's storyline and i actually like playing through it how far is it going to boruto's storyline it goes um the first movie. So like his his debut storyline is is what it does. So like him getting mad at his dad and then him seeing how awesome Sasuke and Naruto are at the end, like that kind of thing. The first the first movie is what it does. Oh, okay, okay. So the gauntlet. Yeah. Yeah, the uh the scientific ninja tool. Uh, I hate that thing. But I mean, uh, I don't know about I, I I don't know uh, about you, but I really l- like the fact that this game kind of bridges uh, the end of Shippuden and the beginning of Boruto. It just kind of it, it was a good way. It's a good play on the creative part of like you know like we're ending Naruto, but we still want those fans to like watch and purchase and con- consume uh, Naruto content. So let's make from a, game a marketing point. From a marketing point, it does really make a lot of sense. I honestly see it as like you finished Naruto's story throughout these four games, and now like we still want to give. You the chance to play like as Boruto. Like they actually have some pretty cool moves, especially Sarada. Actually, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna give away what she does because her moves are really cool. But just the chance to play as those characters, it's actually really cool. Even if you play with like the scientific ninja tool, seeing what it can do in an actual fight, like you controlling it, is actually pretty pretty awesome to watch. No, definitely agree. I mean, for me, the, the, this game, I have not played it. Watched the the gameplay footage. It looks really, really, really good. It is. Whenever, like, I come over to see you or you come over to see us, we need to play it at some point. Yeah, well, I'm still waiting for the invite. All right. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> well, I mean, it's implied. Doesn't mean I'm paying for your way, but still. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, that was everything I had on this game. Uh, would, did you want to add anything or do you want to start anime adaptation? I do. I do have one last thing. So in three and four in Naruto Storm, there is an option to wear Sasuke's clothes as Naruto and Naruto's clothes as Sasuke. That should not be mentioned on this podcast. There are limits. I just wanted to throw it out there. There are limits to what we can inform our viewers, and that is that is beyond the pale. There's also a bikini sakura. Anyway, all right, go ahead with your anime adaptations. So, just as a final run, my picks for anime two game picks have been Dragon Ball Z Universe, Attack on Titan, and Naruto Ultimate Ninja Storm. Now. On to the game to anime. Yes, you guys get two lists in the same podcast. First, we have a sponsor. This uh, podcast is sponsored by Hot Shots List. Make sure to purchase Hot Shots List on hotshotslist.com. 
I really want there to be an option for them to like buy a grocery list and it's just me filling a list of just meaningless stuff like three apples, two potatoes, a carrot, ice cream, pizza. <laughs> that sounds it's like just a different diet. it's just different lists that I've made over the years. Definitely healthy. Oh, you haven't seen my actual list. <laughs> There's no fruit or vegetables on that thing. Well, let's sh- sh- show me your actual enemy adaptation list in that case. So my number three pick is something that you guys have talked about or have heard us talk about a couple times. You may know the uh, may know the anime, but the actual game that started it, Danganronpa. And Jaden, I know when Alex was a host or when Yuki was a host. Sorry. Uh, she talked about this to you a fair deal, right? Oh, definitely. This was one of her favorites. I believe it actually is her top favorite. Like, I'm not even sure if it's just as game or just in general, but I know she absolutely loves this series. It looks so, really cool. Like, I need to get into this at some point, and I'm sorry, Yukuya haven't yet, but I will. If you like, if you like Death Note's detective work, like that kind of thing, you will like this. Like, it's basically Death Note combined with Saw. Okay, I'm gonna watch this. Okay, cool. So, if you guys don't know, Danganronpa is a detective-style mystery-solving game where you take place in a enclosed school with, I believe, 16 students. And over the course of the days, you guys start getting murdered. And your job is to find the true murderer. Otherwise, all of you will die. So it's set up by this bear named Monokuma. And I don't know why exactly he kidnaps everybody. I kind of forgot that part. But he kidnaps you guys. He says the only way for you guys to earn your freedom is to basically murder somebody and get away with it. If you murder someone and get picked, you will die. And if you murder someone and get the class to blame on someone else, the rest of them will die and you're free to go. So it starts as a mystery solving where you're going around looking for clues. And when it comes actual time for the court case, you're supposed to shoot the correct accusations or lies in order to actually find the truth behind who's the murderer. So uh, words will be scrolling over the screen and your job is to shoot them with what they call a truth bullet in order to actually get down to what actually happened so you basically need to narrow it down to like the absolute correct like uh, situation is what i'm understanding. right right and i will stressful. say i will say the um the anime of this game i will say that they actually do this exact thing when they are talking in the court case and makoto the main character aka your character um sees the lies or the deceit he actually shoots them in anime like words will appear and it'll shatter the screen same way it does in game Whoa. So it, okay, it, it, it is actually translated. The anime is actually a hundred percent copy of the game. The only difference being it actually animated like an anime, and you don't have to play it; you have to watch it. <laughs> what, what's your opinion on this? I, I'm actually curious to know your opinion on this. Um, the way that this game uh, you're describing it is translated from like uh, the the anime to the game, or the an, the game to the anime, however you want to put it. Uh, and the accuracy of it. Do you think this mechanism needs to be applied to different uh, animated video game adaptations specifically um, just because uh, it would make it better? What's your opinion on that? I think so, but with some liberties. Like, being able to have some of the gameplay mechanics shown in in the show, I feel like will actually, like, help push the game and, like, make people realize, hey, this was, uh, this was a game. It actually might be fun to play this through and learn that way instead of just watching through that way. I do think that it would make for more fun, but I'm also com- speaking at a complete bias because I prefer playing something than watching something. But I do believe, I do actually believe that it would make for a better fit. It'd be interesting to find out like which one works. I mean, obviously it's completely subjective, but I, I don't know. Personally, yeah. I'd be I will, I will say, um, so uh, Danganronpa has three installments and I bought one and two on my own on a whim just to see how they, how they do. But Yuki wanted me to experience V3, which is what the third one's called, and she bought it for me. Like, this was, I want to say, a couple years ago now, but still, she bought me a brand new game that just came out because she wanted me to experience it. That's so nice of her. It really is, though. Like, I honestly really do truly thank her for it because it is actually one of my favorite games in my collection. (laughs) Oh, man. I miss Yuki. Yuki, come back as a guest at some point. Yuki, we miss you. Hi. Kyo kind of misses you. Listen, yeah, I wonder if she'll listen this deep into the podcast. I mean, it's, it's well, maybe. If you are. Hi, Yuki. Yeah. Look out All your right. window. 
was there anything else you wanted to add? Um, I for me, like I said, like this this uh, combination you you explained between Saw and Death Note and how you really need to like narrow it down. It's a great structure. Uh, I think it's one that's way oh, more uh, oh. intellectual and thought provoking than anything else, though. It really is, because it is a mystery-solving game. Unfortunately, that means after you complete it once or watch the anime, you already know the answers and who did it. So there's not much replayability. But if you're playing it for the first time or if you you just love playing through it, it is a really good fit. But the reason That's a good why... the replayability. Huh. But the reason why I say um, it's Saw combined with Death Note, Death Note obviously with the detective work, is after the killer is revealed or after the classmates die, like whichever happens, they are put in a death trap that instantly goes off and it goes off making everybody watch. Well, what's the rating on this game? It's it's, it's mature, It's right? M. It's M. Yeah, it's mature. Actually, come to Obviously. think of it, um, wow, I actually have, and this this is in all six. I actually have three rated T's and three rated M's. Hotshot, what are you doing to the youth? I am destroying them. Hi, guys. You don't have to listen to me, but it'd be awesome if you did. All right. Um, that's all I had on the Danganronpa. What is yeah, that's all, that's all I got on it, too. My number two pick for game to anime is, and I don't know if you guys have heard of this. I know Jaden didn't when I brought it up to him a while ago. But this is a series I discovered by accident named Hyperdimension Neptunia. Do you have any idea what that is, Jaden? I, I've heard you talk about it a couple of times, and I've looked into it a little bit. It looks really trippy. That's one way. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I just love how that's how you describe it. Am I, am I right or am I right? Not really. It, it's not, it's not <laughs> really trippy. Trippy is the wrong word. The correct word is meta. It knows it's a game. Like, all characters are actually fourth wall breakers. That's that's what's trippy about it, in my opinion. <laughs> but it's also trippy in the way of like being. Um, I think Neptunia is actually rated T too. I thought it was M for a sec. Anyway, um, so the reason why I say that is your main character constantly calls herself the main protag, and she knows you're a player. Like she knows that you're playing the game as well as because they actually address you to the camera on numerous occasions, and that's not just the main character. That is everybody. So the way Hyperdimension Neptunia works, unfortunately, I jumped in in the middle of the franchise, not in the beginning. So that's the one I'm going to talk about. Your character, uh, main character party leader, Neptune, is the leader of a small nation called Planetune and lives in a continent or area called Game Industry where she and three other leaders of their countries basically fight with each other over shares. So that's the power of like basically like how much faith their people have in them because they're considered goddesses or they're called goddesses to their nations and the more shares the nation has the more powerful they are but there is a drawback to that and that drawback being that if your people lose faith in you so if neptune's people lose faith in her she will literally die that's quite the drawback okay okay from trippy to what the hell but as dark as I make that sound, and you can't deny that I make that sound pretty dark, right? It's, it's, uh, it's just very little brightness at this point. It is a completely upbeat, friendly atmosphere to it. The characters are lovable. And even like when they fight against who they actually have to fight against, they very rarely actually fight to the death. And it actually is just wholesome, like friendly pleasant atmosphere even when it seems That's like in the darkest of times. The artwork. the artwork the logo uh, the character designs like uh, this felt like a very like welcoming game like oh this is, it, i don't know i don't know why but it just made me feel like hello kitty a little bit and i don't that, know why it's not it's not quite that level but um it i i honestly don't know how to how to describe it to put it justice because all four of these characters that lead their nations they are heavy gamers they are goddesses they protect their nation and they are all friends hang out with each other constantly help they sometimes even like leave their nation and come over to neptunes and like play games um so I'll describe the, uh, those four real quick. After, and then after that, I'll actually describe the game. So the other nations are Last Station, obviously a play on PlayStation, led by Noir. She is a complete tsundere, and that's not my word. That is Nep uh, Neptune's word. She actually calls her a complete tsundere, and she couldn't be more right, frankly. There is also Vert of Leanbox, obviously a play on Xbox, who is 
this is actually worth noting, and I'm sorry I didn't mention it earlier. All goddesses of the nations have a little sister, except Vert. And that is exactly what she wants. She wants a little sister. She is like your classy, but easygoing kind of stereotype that wants a little sister. And obviously more mature than any of her other counterparts. And the last one is Blonde from her PlayStation Louis. And Louis, Nintendo Wii, you get the idea here. Her land is actually a family-friendly land, like basically where her platforms deprive of family-friendliness, that kind of thing. And she is a complete book-smart, quiet, shy-type character until you piss her off. You piss her off, you better run. Let, let me ask you this. Which one is her favorite of all those four? Because th- these are ne- very, very different characters. Initially, my favorite character was Neptune. Like, out of these four, anyway, it was Neptune, but it actually switched over to Noir. And why is that? I don't know why. I have a weakness for Sundere characters. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fair enough, fair enough. And each of these characters actually do have a transformation, which that's how they're able to protect their nations. And they use their shares from their people to actually accomplish these more mature-looking as well as acting versions of themselves. Like, these are the people you expect to be running a nation. Instead, Neptune looks like she's uh, 12 years old. Neptune looks... Or Noir looks like she's about 17. Vert still looks like she's about, like, 22. So you could actually give her a pass. And then... Uh, Blonde is just a lolly stereotype, so use your imagination on that one. Yeah. But their but their transformations are anything but uh, what's the right word here? <laughs> like basically, their their transformations and a lot of their jokes are relatively lewd, but they don't really reference them as lewd, except for uh, Neptune's little sister Nepgear, who is honestly the straight man of the entire series. Basically, okay, I see what you mean. Um, but you were saying, I, I was confused as to, like, you said you were going to destroy, describe awful characters, which is what you're doing, but then you were describing the series. Weren't you describing the series before? Like, is, is it such a deep series that there's even more to it? There are, like, 13 actual installments of this game, if my count is right. And that's including, like, spinoff games. Like, she comes around almost every year. She install, she gets a new installment every year. So but the this way- is more like a top three game series. Yeah. But unfortunately, I have only played about five of them so far. Okay, yeah. So you're not even halfway there, if your count is right. Yeah. Yeah. So what I meant by describing the series was like how this one plays. It is a straight up RPG. So there are equipment, um, equipment accessor- or equipment accessories, items. Um, it's a turn plays battle. Uh, you can build friendships with other characters and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. There's a lot of grinding, a lot of, like, getting better gear before taking on tougher opponents. And your opponents actually... So, this is actually why I'm picking this one, though. Because as you're turn-based, or as you're taking your turn in turn-based, your character can actually walk around behind your opponent and actually attack them from behind for more damage. But conversely, they can do the same thing to you on on, uh, their turn. Like, it's not just a standstill attack where they are. You can actually move around and get distance kind of thing. So it, there's, there's a lot of strategy to it, is what you're explaining. If you're if you're going into it for the first time, yeah. If you're doing New Game Plus, then no, not at all. Okay, okay, fair enough, fair enough. Alright, but I do... I am continuing to look for, like, more installments of this series, and I do look forward to playing it a lot more. No, and definitely. That is why... it, looks, it looks, like, very... Like, it looks really fun to play, honestly. And I feel like this game series, for having, like, so many uh, releases at this point, I mean, it's got to be really good to have. You know, like, Final Fantasy is regarded as a really good game series. but And you know why. Like, all of those releases, and, like, everyone's still, like, playing it and talking about it today. Like, this is up there, in my opinion, is what I'm gathering. Yeah, it, it really kind of is. And it is, and that's exactly why it rightfully owns um, my number two spot on this. No, definitely. Good, good, now, good pick, Hotshot. Good, good pick. But I do encourage, Jaden, since I know like you're not a heavy like sit-down-play-something type, I heavily encourage you to look at the anime, because that will tell you everything you need to know about the characters. So, let's say someone never heard of the, about this before, this like uh, universe. Uh, mm-hmm. 
would you encourage them to watch the anime first and then play the game or do the game and or and then the anime? Personally, I would encourage them to play the game first, but if you watch the anime, it explains everything. It explains game industry, it explains the characters, it explains how they work, it explains a whole lot of things. Like, basically, you you only watch the anime and never even hear the games, you're fine. But yeah, I, I, will, I, will say, I will say the anime came from the games, which is why it's on this list. Whoop, that was the table hit. Why it came from this list? Table hit. Okay. No, good points. Uh, let's let's move on to your final pick here because we we are getting we are getting this is we've been recording for quite a bit already. I'm gonna be real with you. You guys know I like the etchy stuff. You know I like the heavy lewd jokes, heavy lewd innuendos, like that kind of thing. You know that's the anime and games and everything that I go to. Jaden, you know this probably better than anyone. <laughs> I do. So my final pick is a game series called Senron Kagura. And if you guys don't know what that is, you are playing as an entire team of base of uh, girl class or female classmates that are actually secretly ninjas. But the reason why I'm saying heavy loot is because all the jokes they make, all the like angles and everything they make, their main power actually is changing from their usual uniform, using a shinobi scroll to strip down nude and equipping their shinobi gear. And every attack, every fight they have results in, like, them losing all of their clothes in the process. Very, very perverted game is what I'm seeing here. Uh, <laughs> this one, I, well, I, I mean, I haven't even gotten... Down. Yeah, no, I, I know, even... I know. But it's like, I just want... No, I just want to, like, very quickly... Uh, go, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, just, I looked at this and I was like, you know what? Like, no, thank you. Like, that was, like, my <laughs> honest take. Like, I was like, I'll let Hotshot talk about it, but, like, I'm not, I'm not convinced here, Hotshot. I really, I'm just going to be flat out but go ahead please describe it all right it is a heavy hack and slash so that means like once you're thrown in the once you're thrown into the mode there's just a whole bunch of grunts a whole bunch of waves and everything that you have to come up against before fighting the boss of that stage and this series honestly i think it's actually no wait it's not longer than than neptune it has like six installments right now i think but the entire time that um the entire time all this is going through, it has an atmosphere kind of like Neptune, where it's extremely pleasant, it's friendly, like, people are talking to each other, but, like, have their, like, inner struggles that they actually go through, but it always turns around to a happier note. It's like, it's, it is a happier-based um, etchy game, is what I'm gonna call it on this case. And the reason why I said I haven't even gotten into the really dirty stuff is because you have the option to buy costumes for the girls, be it skimpy or otherwise, and put them in the costumes of your choosing. But it is a hack. You're not going to add anything on this one? No, really? I don't, I'm sorry. <laughs> Alright, but with each installment there are like more characters that come around. So your main one is Asuka. So Asuka um, Asuka <laughs> I lost my train of thought there. But there are four different, uh, four different schools that come to play in the game. One is the Hanzo Academy, which uh, Asuka is the leader of, or at least a member of. There's the Gessen Academy, which a ninja named Yumi is responsible for leading. The Hebijo Academy, led by Miyabi. And Homura's Crimson Squad, led by Homura. So there's Good Shinobi and Bad Shinobi. Gessen and Hanzo are both Good Shinobi, while Hebijo and Crimson are both Bad Shinobi. So you'd think they'd constantly, like, fight and bat heads and just, like, it's good versus evil, one of us must die kind of thing. But no, they're all friends. They know, like, their destiny as ninja is to eventually good must face evil, but they all become friends and they all stay friends until, like, that destiny has to be foretold and etc, etc, etc. So they're all friends, they're all buddy-buddy, and facing the Yoma, essentially demons coming up that ninja protect the world from. All very am intense I... stuff, right? Okay, I'm like, am I selling you on it? At all. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, like, it, it does sound like there's a lot to the battle, obviously, and I, I get that. Um, but at the same now time, like, this is more... Yeah, go ahead. That is that is the storyline of the main series, and there are a couple spin-offs, which I do want to get into real quick, but go ahead and finish your thought. Well, no, that was essentially my thought. Uh, here, like, um, this is way more your field of expertise, like I said. So, no, this that was my thought. So, there are two um, two spinoff games I want to get into. One is called Senran Kagura Peach Beat Splash, which the girls actually, by some form of means, get, b by better lack of a word, kidnapped. 
and are made to play a game of water guns, basically shooting each other in bikinis or swimsuits with water guns to fill a magical seal that will seal the most strong, the strongest Yoma ever. And the entire thing is honestly you going around with a water gun, shooting the... It's still a hack and slash, so you're shooting the grunts and you're shooting the opposing team. And that one has an online mode that you can play against. Oh my god, Hotshot. And there is also another version called um, Bon Appetit, which is a rhythm game. And while you're doing the rhythm to the song, the girls are um, taking place in a cooking contest, and the winner gets a wish granted. So it's actually really, really tame compared to the other installments on this list, obviously. But it's honestly still kind of fun that, like, that kind of series can just, like, have a rhythm game just about cooking, as well as a water gun fight that soaks through everything, as well as a hack and slash, which destroys everything in its path. Intensity! Crazy. Honestly, yeah. I, w- I will podcast! Say- I will say this, guys. I honestly do want you to comment below if you've heard of any of the games to anime that I've talked about. I know you guys have heard of the Anime 2 game, but if you guys have heard of uh, Cyber Dimension Neptunia... Uh, Senran Kagura or Danganronpa, please let me know because from what I've seen, not a lot of people actually know about their existence. I mean, at least like at really, least really, at least in really. the states, at least in the states. I'm sure in Japan, like everybody knows who they are, but from people yeah. who I've talked to, no one knows what they are. They look like they have a, a really big following, is what I was gonna say. So I would not be surprised if like one or two people did uh, hear or were fans of these games. Please hit me up, comment, let me know how how much Jaden's uh, missing out on by missing out on these games. Make a group chat about it. Make a group chat. Just I'll call it hashtag Blackstar, and we'll just talk about, okay. talk about stuff what? that Jaden doesn't what was like. Your, what was your final list, Hotshot? What, you, that was one <laughs> too many jokes. What was your final list? We're, bye, guys. Thank you guys so much. No, we'll go ahead. <laughs> oh, I love that. But, yeah, that is actually all I have to say about these lists. I hope you guys like found any of those entertaining or like interested in any of them but as a final uh, final recap top three games to anime were as follows Danganronpa taking up number three spot uh Hyperdimension Neptunia taking up number two and Sanron Kagura taking up number one awesome. Jane, you want to go ahead and get us out of here <laughs> uh thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of NA Podcasters uh let us know what you thought of it in the comments uh Hotshot plug away you guys can find me here talking about more stuff that Jaden doesn't like, like Black Star and I Hate Armin and Senron and Echi and everything like that. And you can also find me over at my channel, Hotshot Ginger. And I know it has been inactive, and I know I promised more activity throughout the year, and I will be attempting to get more following at that year. Which, speaking of which, Jaden, I'm going to be talking to you about that after the podcast. And you guys can follow me at Twitter at Caution Ginger. And you guys can also follow our artist, which I'm going to let Jane plug because I know how much he loves saying his name. <laughs> uh, all of the artwork is done by GoPro Keo for Anime Podcasters. So go follow him on Twitter at GoPro Keo. Go hit him up in the DMs for some artwork. He's amazing. He's got very affordable rates and his artwork is absolutely gorgeous. Yes, no, seriously, go check out GoPro Keo. He's totally worth it. Um, I was going to ask, uh, is, is Nostalgia Bros gonna be a thing because I, I i really want another podcast i really no. want one and there's not been one and i want another nostalgia brothers podcast nostalgia pros is a current work in progress but as it stands right now we are in the uh looking for livable conditions real quick before we actually dive harder into it bad enough um okay perfect so uh, a reminder go give anime podcasters a like on facebook uh go support us to get us to 100 likes please that would be amazing uh for myself if you want to check me out uh, youtube.com backslash giant music uh facebook page is facebook backslash giant music uh, facebook.com backslash giant music um and you can follow the podcast on itunes spotify soundcloud google play all the links are in the description and my twitter is at giant music uh i think that's going to be everything for the podcast thank you all so much for listening to this episode let us know what you thought of it in the comments Comments down below where Hotshot kind of gave like his top picks of stuff. We can do more stuff like that where Hotshot gives uh, more takes on uh, just different uh, aspects of anime. So let us know if you want more podcasts like that. The next, po- next podcast might be Hokage's. Uh, we have this huge list of ideas. Plus, I have other ideas I want to talk to you about, uh, Hotshot. So we're going to have a good talk for this podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Anime Podcasters. And I will see you, Hotshot, we'll see you in the next one. Bye, guys. Bye.